You're listening to the story of your life with Nick Jaina on X-Ray FM. This week's conversation is with a campus minister in Lexington, Virginia. So, I think that four marks of a healthy relationship are like fishing. That one person wants to hook, catch the other, and maintain a relationship. And so, the four marks of health can be summed up in four very brief sentences. I'm sorry. I love you. I need you. Thank you. into practice as much as I say them, we have a very balanced relationship. So think of a seesaw that has an extra quad to it. If all I say is, honey, I'm sorry, honey, I'm sorry, 80% of the time and spend 5% of the rest of the time saying, I love you, I need you, and thank you, our relationship is out of balance and then probably won't last very long.
because I like acronyms and memnonics. Think of I'm sorry, I love you, I need you, and thank you as a cast, like a fishing cast. I'm sorry is confession. I love you is adoration. I need you is supplication. And thank you is thanksgiving. Fisher of men, bro. A, a metaphorialist? A fisher of men and women. <laughs> did you catch us? Did you fish? Did you reel us in? Well, yeah, with a with a lone guitar. <laughs> That'll get me every time. Ooh, shiny. Martin. Okay, what's the difference between happiness and joy? Go for it, Bert. <laughs> In my opinion, happiness is our response to external stimuli, whereas joy is an abiding wellspring that comes from within.
So if somebody I love dearly dies, it hurts. Anytime there's physical separation between people we love, it's upsetting. That's why we call the people we love when we arrive at our destination, hey, I made it, I'm okay. With death, there is no call, there is no reassurance that somebody's okay. So death is the most acute physical separation there is, and it seems like it's got the last word. I be happy at a funeral. Maybe if I'm really warped and twisted. But I can be joyful. Because I come from a particular perspective, it says we're more than just um, a, a combination of atoms. We possess spirits. And are we human beings on a spiritual journey, or are we spiritual beings on a human journey? And I tend to think the latter. I think that our spirits are out and about. Americans would say the same things as well. That's why there are dream catchers. The dream catcher has a tiny little hole in the middle of it so that the light and small dreams can go out and play. The large and dangerous evil dreams don't. So when Native Americans wake up in the morning, they hum their dream selves home. There's one song that they sing so that they can be unified. They're conscious and unconscious. For us as human beings, that's what I consider joy. So I'm stimulated all the time. I have the choice to be thankful for these things or not.
happiness, as I said earlier, is an external uh, uh, stimulus. So it's a beautiful day. I'm happy. Am I going to be as happy if it's raining and I'm schlepping you guys through mud and cold? Yes. <laughs> I am. Because I'm not going to let this outside stuff detract from what I hope is an enriching experience. Is that helpful? Yeah. What do you think about when you think about the end of your own life? Every day is an end to my life. I'm not guaranteed I'm waking up. legacy have I left when somebody looks at the arch of my life are there people who have been helped people who've been given hope people who have been healed not cured but healed or is it boy what a jerk you know, and I got a chance every day to bring hope healing and help so I'm not, I'm not worried about it It's going to be rocking. Can you conceive of what that would be like? Nope. It's just going to be good. 
I think love. I think love, because death doesn't have the last answer. It seems like it, because everything hurts so bad. But only love has the final answer. Only love has the distinction of being what's left. And we can't tangibly touch love. I can look at a photo or I can look at a YouTube and go, ah, oh, it's my honey, oh, I love her, oh, it's my kids, I love them. But when, it, when it's said and done and I'm dead, what part of me remains in love? <laughs> yes, it was. I'd also like to point out that all these white trees, the splashes of snow, that's our Virginia tree dogwood. You ever see a cardinal just sitting right up there and think, wow, that's Virginia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. George Washington National Forest. Yeah. And my wife, who grew up local, understands the kind of food that cardinals like to eat. So she goes to the tractor supply company and buys that particular kind of bird seed and sticks it in the bird feeders and all winter long we get these big splashes of red
get to the top of a mountain, keep climbing. Care to say something into the mic?
Listen to the story of your life with Nick Jaina. This week's episode featured a conversation with Burr Dats and music from the Satellite Ensemble. <laughs>